Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. I'm going to be re recapping the game between Germany and Ivory Coast, which finished 1-1, which sent Ger Germany out of the Olympic competition following a third-place finish. This is not the result Germany wanted, but I do think this is the best game Germany actually played. I thought they looked really, really shaky and not good at all against the first game Brazil against Brazil. Second game, improvement over like, went against Saudi Arabia, but lower competition. And then this was so much better against Ivory Coast. Should have won this game. Just a moment of lapse of concentration, give up an own goal. Which wasn't, I wouldn't say, like, the worst own goal to give up. That was kind of just a scrum. Topoke somehow got into the goal off of a long throw. So, horrible, horrible, horrible goal to give up. But it happens. And then, from a horrible goal to a spectacular goal, Germany's goal was a brilliant free kick by Lowen. Brilliant. But just not enough at the end of the day. Disappointing. But... I think there's some positives uh, you can take out of this tournament. And this isn't a big international competition. There wasn't a lot of big names in this as much as I think you would like to see. But it was still a good competition nonetheless. And there's still a lot of competition that's going to be played. And I'm very, very excited to see what's going to happen to the tournament. But I'll finish recapping off this game. Germany actually did exactly what I wanted them to do. They had more possession. They had 63-37. to 37. That was one of the keys to the game, or one of the negatives I said from the last game. They needed to have more possession. They did. They had 63%. That's good enough. Then their shots, they took 15. Four were on target, so not as great as last game, but still have four on target. Ivory Coast did have 11, so that's one of the ones where they just need to limit those shots. They only had two on target, but just limit the number of shots. Germany also hit the crossbar. And they had some bigger, they had three, quote-unquote, big chances. And Ivory Coast didn't really have any. Because that goal, I wouldn't even say it was a big chance. It was just a scrum, and somehow it fell into the goal. So it just, it was a horrible goal. It's a long throw, bypassed a few players, ends up in the back of the net in the 67th minute. But, I mean, Germany had, was, I would thought, the better team in overall. They had, I would unquote, probably the best player of the game. And Lowen, he changed the game as soon as he came on in the 45th minute at halftime. I thought he was very lively. I thought he was better than Arnold, who he came on for. Um, I think that it could have been maybe another yellow card thing for Arnold because he had gotten a red card before this. Just didn't know how it was going to play out. He played well, I thought. He obviously got a goal. His past success rate was decent, I would say. Um, but he, I thought, played very well. His passes were good. He put a few crosses in. He was spraying the ball all over the field. He was six, uh, He was four for six on his long balls, which is quite good. He had 46, 47 touches in one half. thought that was good. Won, won quite a few um, duels. I thought he played very well. Over the entire course of the game. I thought also. Max Cruza was very good. He created 7 chances. He won quite a few tackles. And I thought he played very good. Through the middle. 
and connected the passes, I thought, very, very consistently and very well. He did quite a few in the opposing half. He had 25 of his 35 passes in the opposing half that were accurate. And he had an 85% pass success rate for um, a center forward playing in the camp position. That is fine. I thought we played, I thought almost everyone on our team played well, except for, I would say, the back line in that one moment where everyone just kind of switched off, ball ends up at the back of the net. Just never want to see that happen, but. A, it happens sometimes. But you got to give credit. I thought um, uh, Ivory Coast had some very bright spots. Kessie being one of them. He's played brilliantly, I thought, through this tournament. And they are not a bad team at all. They've got some really, really talented players who play in top leagues. Like, they're not, they didn't throw this team together of a bunch of no-names. They've got players who play for Manchester United. They play for Lille. They play for AC Milan. Like, they play for massive clubs, and they're one of their better players. So, like, Sporting, Lisbon. Like, when you look at this, this is a team that can go compete for the... Like, they brought a good team. They've got some Serie A players, too. So, they brought a good team. but A very young team, but a very good team. I think this is exactly what... I think Ivory Coast obviously needed, but I think this is a good result for Germany. I'm not going to say the result was good, but I'm going to say the performance was very good. But, I mean, if you look around it, there were several upsets. Let's just look at who made it out, and then I'll well, I'll give the results, and then who made it out. France lost 4 nothing to Japan. Bye-bye, France. What a result for Japan, who have played very, very well, and who brought a stacked team. They, first of all, they've they're one of their best players, Tafase Kubo. He's currently contracted to Real Madrid, like, and they brought a bunch of players from their league, the J One Japanese, the Japanese top league. But then they've got Ritsu Doan, who plays for PSV Eindhoven. They've got Endo, who plays for Stuttgart. They've got Tanaka, who plays for Fortuna Düsseldorf. Yoshita, which his contract is in, I would say, in a different period, but he. He's played for Sampdoria and Syria. He's and they have several other players who play in Europe. So it's not like they threw a team like Tumashia who plays for Bologna. Like they're putting a team together with players that play in Europe and play in crucial teams and play good like very crucial roles. So I would say this is a quite a good um team you put together. So if you look at it Japan brought one of the best teams to to the uh, Summer Olympics. Then you look at the other result in um, Group A. Mexico smashes South Africa 3-0, who also brought a decent team. They brought Vega. They brought uh, Henry Martin, Antuna, all very good players in the Mexican League. And, I mean, they even got a red card in this game and still won. So, you've got to look at it like they played very, very well. South Africa, obviously, was not a great team. But, that wasn't their greatest performance. But then you look at it, then you go to Group B. 0-0, New Zealand versus Romania. That's exactly what New Zealand just needed to get out of their group. Because that was the group that had everyone on three points at the start of today. 
Now it has everyone uh, sorted out. South Korea absolutely smashes Honduras. South Korea also who brought a very good team. They brought Woo Young Hwang, who plays for Bordeaux in the French League. He He's a good player. He's obviously had a very good uh, tournament. He had 12 goals in the French League. That's quite good. He's had quite a f- he's had a ton of goals for the South Korea U23 team, 9 in 9 games for South Korea's national team. He's got 36 appearances and 14 goals, so he's quite a good goal scorer. Then they have several players who play in their league obviously, but then they've got Chang Hoon Kwang who plays in Germany for Freiburg. So the and then they've got um Several players who scored goals in this game. Huang obviously got a hat trick. Kim, who got a goal? Then they also had Lee, Kang Hin Lee, who plays for Valencia. So they had several players who got goals and played very well. There will be a threat to watch. I think they'll probably make the semifinals. Here's a shock, though. Egypt, moving on. That was no one thought was going to happen. I didn't think they had a shot. They do. That was a great performance by them. They've got players who play for West Brom. So they're not a bad team. You can't count them out. But I would say that's quite a shock. I would not have expected that. But moving on to the other game in that group, which was Spain tying Argentina. Guess what? That is exactly just enough for Spain to top the group and Egypt to get second and knock Argentina out. Argentina is out. But the best team in the tournament, in my opinion, Spain, is on to the next round. I'll talk about the matchups later. But then in Germany's group, Group D, Germany needed a win. They couldn't get it. Ivory Coast got the draw, and Brazil got a 3-1 win over Saudi Arabia. Richarlison continues to dominate, in my opinion, the best player of the tournament. I think the stats show that. I think everything shows that. Then you move on to the knockout stage. It's going to be Spain versus Cote d'Ivory. I think this is a very, very interesting matchup. I think Spain just edge Cote d'Ivory out. Ivory Coast, they're gone. I think Spain get into the semifinal. I think Japan also gets to the semifinal, and I think yeah, I think that will happen just because the squad Japan brought. I know New Zealand has been good. Chris Wood has been amazing for them. But I just I just don't think it's enough. I just don't think it's enough. And then I think Brazil blow out Egypt. Egypt did very well to get to this stage. I think Brazil is just going to dominate this one. I think this one's going to be over even before it starts. And then I think Korea move on against Mexico. I think they just have slightly better team. This will be a very good matchup, and I think it will be Brazil versus Korea and uh, Spain versus Japan. Two Asian teams making it to the semifinals. That, if my predictions are correct, that would be quite cool. That's quite interesting. And for sure, there will be two teams from nation from continents that are not South America and Europe. There's only two teams from a um, from South America and Europe. One each, so that is quite surprising and quite cool. I would say soccer or football, however you call it, is moving more global. I know this is a smaller tournament and less big names, but that's still quite cool. Now I'd say uh, 
moving on, I'm going to be starting. I'm gonna, uh, starting on Friday. I'll be doing more Bundesliga content. Uh, I'll start previewing the Bundesliga season to do some transfer talks, what to expect from different teams, because it's coming. It's coming up. It's really, really close, and I'm very, very excited. I think this will be an amazing season. I think there could be a few upsets. It starts Friday the 13th with Bayern Munich versus Rodson Mönchengladbach. I think this will be quite interesting. Will we see? Will we see different players play? I think. I think I'm hoping Mönchengladbach starts for Bayern and just several changes. There's quite a few players out for different teams. We'll see if they are able to play. Zacharia is expected in early August. Frank COVID-19 will be able to play. I don't know. Davies' ankle injury, early August. I don't think he'll play. They'll probably rest him for precautionary reasons. Stindle will be out. So there'll be quite a big bunch of big names out. So we'll see what happens. It's a very interesting game, and I'm very excited for it. But we'll see how this season begins. I am really, really hoping for a good season out of every team. That's obviously not going to happen. I'm really hoping the relegation race is just as good as it was last time. And I'm hoping the title's a little bit more contended. But we'll see how this season plays out. Uh, That will wrap up this episode. Thank you for listening. If you like this, be a friend, tell a friend. Other than that, see you later. Have a great day. Bye.